Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is the audio version of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review. You can watch the video version and take part in a future episode at patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Woof, woof, move, move with <laughs> Greyhound. <laughs> Come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show. Smackdown! It's the 1st of March in the year of our Lord 2001. Dido, no angel. A space odyssey! Fifth week for that song and that joke. <laughs> Only the fifth week. Yeah. Atomic Isn't Kitten, hold again. Four weeks. Ooh. Hannibal, two weeks number one, UK box office. Uh, the current foot and mouth outbreak has required rural based soaps and continuing dramas, such as Emma Dell and Heartbeat, which I was not aware was still around. Oh, no yeah. One. Good God. Like, still going. Yeah, Heartbeats tend to go on. It's a good sign. To <laughs> uh, so just their filming schedules, it is reported. Uh, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that the foot and mouth caused like country based soap operas to yeah. relocate to the city. What's <laughs> the overdubbing required there? <laughs> no, they're still on green screens. They still on, yeah. <laughs> they just do it on really bad green screens instead. See, no, Look at that sheep over there, Mr. Dingle. See, it's too much money for that green screen. Let's do the, the field. <laughs> oh, nice to see you in the marketplace. <laughs> That's right, I was just buying market. <laughs> uh, the big game this week is Lego Island 2, The Brickster's Revenge. <laughs> that sounds like we've made it up. That's right. That sounds like we've made it up. It's the second one there, so I imagine the Brickster gets his pinfall victory, and then they have uh, a, uh, then the third match in the Tokyo Dome, <laughs> brick by brick. Hey. And uh, who shot Phil? Starts on EastEnders, and oh, is sadly, no sadly not an angry cow. <laughs> That'd have been very topical I'm glad if it happened. That, I'm glad that I got a laugh out of you. Cause I went, Why did I write that? The storyline has been described as a Dallas-style whodunit mystery, echoing the attempted murder of JR. I remember, the one thing that weirdly I remember from it, this was around the same time, I think, as like the height of Newgrounds. And a, a, oh, a yeah, really yeah. awful animation did the rounds via Newgrounds of Who Shot Phil. And it was just like a real badly, I don't know why it stays with me, really badly drawn cartoon of Phil Mitchell coming out of his house going, I know who you are! I'm going to get you, you bastard! Just getting shot in the head. I just, which is basically what happened in the mm. Who Shot Phil storyline. Yeah, but you're ready for the impact 
this had on the country. Various key characters were in the frame for the deed, and viewers were left guessing for weeks as to which of them was the real culprit. Oh. Several outcomes were allegedly filmed, and it was reported that only a few TV executives knew the identity of the would-be assassin. Even the other actors were kept in the dark, being given only their own scripts. Script writers were reportedly given private security after a writer's laptop wow. was stolen and was believed to be an attempt to gain the identity of the assailant. The storyline captivated the public's imagination, leading to thousands of bets being placed at the bookies across the UK. Bookmaker William Hill said that around 50,000 bets were made on who was responsible. And it was revealed later on. Oh, actually, oh, I'll spell no, that. No, tell, tell, us, tell us who it was. Oh, okay. Whilst you were just that door. Oh, okay, no worries. Um, that Lisa Shaw in April... Later on the show, Phil's former girlfriend was a culprit. The episode caused... Spoilers! The episode caused the third largest TV pickup power surge on record. And the Liverpool and Barcelona UEFA Cup semi-finals postponed for 15 minutes to accommodate a special 40-minute edition of the soap. What Can you imagine it's amazing, the seismic power of EastEnders to delay a major football match? Right. I also Incredible. Like that. Were you ever taught that at school? The example, I forgot why we were taught it, but the marriage of Prince Charles and Princess Diana mm. um, nearly killed the country because everyone was in the world, everyone on this side of the world was watching it. And so it's like, and now for a commercial break or whatever. And that was his little, every single person got up and switched on the kettles at the same time. Oh, <laughs> my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. Used to be probably, so, so that must be the first one or second one. I don't know what the one was. And that's the third one. Um, surely it would have been the, um, the 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 marriage of Queen Elizabeth II, which was... That's right, but the Duke of Edinburgh went, Miss Elizabeth, will you marry me? <laughs> was that not... I'm sure that was that was... On the telly, or the Jubilee, that was on the telly. Their marriage, wasn't that? I might be very wrong. Wasn't that, then I have like Napoleon Bonaparte attendance for sure, that one. I'm sure the, uh, the, uh, the the beheading of King Charles was on the television. That's right, Caveman Ugg was there. Oh, Caveman Ugg was, um, I remember Caveman Ugg's wedding as well, yeah. to Caveman Ig. It was, was a different time. Australian wrestler called Caveman Ugg. And when they, there is. There is. Listen, so it's going, why am I getting plugged? I'm not that bloody old. But I remember when Caveman, when Caveman Oak and Caveman Egg, they got their married, everybody watched Caveman Oak and Caveman Egg. Everybody was in their caves that night, watching Caveman Oak, marry Caveman Egg. Then they cut to a commercial break, and everybody ran out to kill a tiger. And the, the tiger population just decimated. Because <laughs> everybody went, oh, there's a break on. Better go, go on hunting. All right. What's Tom going to do here? Is he going to do a really bad <laughs> caveman ug pun? Or is it going to be, no, kill a tiger. <laughs> You're listening Stab- to Cultaholic Smackdown. <laughs> we are Classic up review. to a flying start. I'm Matthew, this is Tom. Uh, get, get ready for 10% wrestling, 90% crap. <laughs> oh, uh, How are you, mate? I... I didn't, we've, we've literally come down to record, and I think I've seen you for about five, maybe six minutes before we started yeah. recording. So I thought, I'll just hold everything in. Yeah, I'll do that. And go, how are you when the microphones are on? Yeah. My good friend, Matthew Gregg. I absorb it and go, I'm fine. Wearing a Gregg's hoodie today. That's right, that's right. If you're right. watching on the Patreon. Apologies yeah, if, if it's a bit washed out on the Patreon, because I've... I've, I've left That's to, just our faces. Just our faces. I've been left to, to figure out the light situation. I'm worried we might be a bit washed out, but it doesn't matter. Thank you very much for supporting us anyway. Um, 
but the, uh, the lovely Greg's hoodie you've got on, which was, these went, like, this was a big thing last week, yeah. wasn't it? The Greg's Primark crossover, well, Infinity yeah. War. Eight. <laughs> Marvel versus Capcom. Anyway, <laughs> so, pasty versus leggings. Yeah. 8 a.m. Saturday. Got there about quarter past eight. Get there, and I wanted a hat and some socks, as well as a little hoodie. And I went, where are the hats and socks? And go, sorry, they've already sold out. There was a queue of 40 people before we opened up. How am I? Ah. And there were people like myself going, all right, cool. Uh, hello, Jimmy, are you at the Metro Centre? Yeah, what have they got there? All right, Sam gets a few. There was, it was a Tom Clancy operation. Oh, to get a few. wow. It's a thing up here. It's a... Yeah. I mean, like, I've got the little jumper as well. L-I-D-L, not like a little one. And... It really is a, a bit of identity with these big corporations sometimes. It is, isn't it? It's a, it's a, it's a little thing that we do in terms mm. of like how we carry ourselves in the Northeast. Mm. Like, um, like it's, it's, we associate so much with pasties. Right. But that was the thing, because they're doing them across the UK, they had a, a really crap shirt. You know, Greg's have, I, Greg's, Brian Mark have a really good shirt, a really naff one. Mm. They had one that was just a picture of a sausage roll and then iconic at the top. And I'm like, no, no, it's, it's the boring, pasties. It? It's the past. If you're going to, no, it's going to be the pasties. Because no, no, no. If they're doing it across the UK, then they have to, they can't make it too regional. No, because I think the sausage rolls are the big, are the big thing with them. Is it? Tell me about Greg's, because I've just realized why our lighting's bad. And, and in why is that? Classic Smackdown review style. That's fine. Whilst I turn this light on, ha, ha, ha. Oh, the light had to be on. Ha, ha, ha. Oh. That looks much better. Is it? Well done, Tom. <laughs> Hi, Patreon. Thank you very much. It looks, for... it sure looks all right now. It's like... yeah, it looks fine now. Oh, okay, look at that. Cool. We look lovely now. Yeah. We're lovely and fresh. Lovely and fresh. Lovely and fresh. So... The same colour as me. Um, but but oh. I, I get why you'd have to go with sausage rolls. Because whilst in the northeast. Greg's is beloved. Right. Southwest, it's a very different story. No. Because, obviously, Cornwall has a, has a way of doing pasties, which is, yeah, yeah. I would probably say the right way. And Tom, uh, Greg's, about this. Greg's brings that into question. <laughs> it's funny, because when I worked for Hart, like, talking about Greg's in the Northeast was just like, ah, it's just Greg's all the time. But in the Southwest, when my mate did drive time for Cornwall... Like, the idea of a Greg's moving in was horrifying. Mm. <laughs> it's like, no, keep that up your other end. Wow. I mean, well, obviously, what do they have there? It's Cornish pasties. So you have Cornish bakehouses and stuff like that. Oh, So okay. you have, like, the, you know, the, the, the Cornish pasty born in Cornwall. Makes sense. I don't know why I pronounced it Cornwall. <laughs> born in Cornwall. So, therefore, anybody coming in and doing a what they would perceive to be an inferior version. Mm. So therefore, the sausage roll is a good common ground for the length and the breadth of the country. Because everybody can agree that they're like a Greg sausage roll. Mm. Even that guy from West Midlands made four Christmas number ones about it. Lad baby. Lad baby. Yeah. I keep playing funny pranks on my wife. I did funny, but seriously, let's think of the kids this Christmas. Mm. I, need a, I, need a sausage I don't think those other people <laughs> making fun of our prime minister are bad. And then, yeah. then the other guys responded, "Yeah, I don't think you should be talking about how much you've given the the food shelters to big yourself up, you selfish get." <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, shots yes, fired, at lad, baby. 
I like the songs, they're catchy, but it's the videos do my head in. God, get the hell. I've played a funny prank on my wife. She keeps falling for them. Um, yeah, so. Let's move on from the sausage rolls. Love people. So, 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 how are you? I'm grand. Right <laughs> I'm very motivated. And like, yes! Just happy. I'm keeping the, the good vibes of 2022 going because 2021 was crap. Mm. And I've realized that I'm trying to leave all my crap stuff for last year. Nice. You know, like Homer Simpson, he stabs his toe on a nail and it goes fiddle dee dee. That will require a tetanus shot and upset. Okay, then he does afterwards. That's a horrible example, but I do like it. Yeah, it's going to keep on going. I like keep it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah. I wish I could be the same. I, I'm. Oh, it's the last like a day and they're like, oh. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm desperate to get back into like a, a fitness routine because I'm very aware that I've just put weight on since the year started. And, uh, and so. I've had, uh, and, and normally it's because we're doing nice things. So, like, I've just, today I was my first day back at work for about a week because um, Alex and I went to Manchester. You did. We had a lovely time in Manchester. We got to go and see Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Got to go meet Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye very briefly. That was very exciting for Alex. And uh, I was there. I was the good boyfriend that stood and filmed as the hug went down. And I was like, yeah, that's great. It's great to see. You love to see it. So, did that, and we ate a lot, and we drank a lot. And then on Tuesday, my younger brother came up to the Northeast. Stubbed it, fiddle-dee-dee. Mm-hmm. That'll require a tetanus shot. Oh, that's nice. Stubbed his toe. I think I've met your brother. No, I don't, you, I don't know if you have. He speaks for, he, he's, he's very excited that we hang out on the regular. Oh, is he? Because, oh. because Botchamania was a big part of like family holidays and stuff, where we sit oh, and watch really? your work. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? oh, he's very excited that we get to hang out. Oh. Either, yeah, it's it's so, so there's there's a nice thing for you. He's very excited that we get to hang out. Um, it's nice. See, there's the power of I the, like wor- the like power that. of the work that you do. Yeah, power of the work oh, that you quickly, do. Quickly, not interrupt your lovely heartwarming story. Do. I know I really make it. Um, I got an email saying, "Hey, we would like to advertise new videos." Yes, we want to do a uh, a little advert for a little thing called Raid Shadow Legend. Yes, he's done it. Like, he's done it. I like. How's that going to work? Yes! Who cares? Do it! Hey, my cat Moss landing oh. on his head and turning into a rugby ball. Oh! You're living no. my dream, I won't want to do that. Oh, What you in. should be doing is red shadow Yes! Yes, mate! I might have to make it like the... the... <laughs> if, you can't, if you can't think of anything to do for it, I will do your Rage Shadow Legends <laughs> advert. I will do your Rage Shadow Legends advert if you can't think of anything to do for it. I will do your Rage Shadow yeah, Legends I, advert. I can't put it in. Come yes, on. you can! <laughs> do it! Mate, look. Okay, right. I defy, I defy anyone listening to the sound of my voice across the length and breadth of the country watching this video on our Patreon. Thank you, you gorgeous, gorgeous bastards. We love you. Um... I defy anyone to deny you the ability to make a bit of coin out of oh, something that's brought so much fucking joy. I know, but it's just hilarious. I, like, that's, but then here's the thing. You, <laughs> you make it in a way that is befitting you. <laughs> wow, that table was really hard. You know what isn't hard? Ray Shadow, Shadow Legends! Legends. The best doopy <laughs> Do it! They know what they're doing. I have to do, I have to do like the, the Kane voice. Yes! Ray Shadow Legends. I'm sure you can just kind of get... <laughs> Get Colonel XB to animate you one. Got the actual game. Right, Shadow Legends, what are you doing here? Honestly, man, I'm buzzing. F- I am buzzing for you. Oh. I am buzzing for you. Ugh. If they approached me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blink. <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> I'd say. Here's where you send the check. 
okay. you'll have an advert by you have an advert by sundown. <laughs> oh, it's ace. Anyway, I'm sorry, looking sorry, forward sorry. to seeing the no. Ray Shadow Legends advert. I can't wait to, to be your brother. Know, future nice. Yeah, but no, but it's but what I'm saying is like my brother would not begrudge. Like someone who has watched you for a long time would not have watched your work for a long time would not begrudge you making some coin. No, no that's fine. Jesus Christ, nobody cool. would. How nobody else, would. How else oh, been this week? Oh, it's great. With, so with the storms. Oh yeah, yeah. So so he came up. So he managed to 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 get to make his way up, and uh, we ate and we drank. He came all the way up to watch West Brom lose to Borough two one. So that was good. <laughs> So, do you know what? It was the, the whole reason he came up was probably the, the least important part of the two days that we, the, the 24 hours that we had together. It was just nice to catch up and just uh, shoot the breeze and just talk a lot of bollocks with my little brother. It was Aww. very, very good. But I've just ate and drank a lot again. And uh, I'm very aware that I need to do something now because as I'm, as I'm tickling the, uh, tickling the, the, Go on, the, the bollocks of 40. <laughs> Hey, well, I'm tickling the undercarriage of 40. Uh, my my, metab- my tab- metabolism is dropping at, a, at an alarming rate. So uh, efforts must be doubled, which um, they're planning to be by the time you hear this this weekend. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I'm uh, all is good. Like, I'm, I'm sad about that. But overall, there's not much to be sad about. Life's pretty nice at the moment. You know, lots of nice things happening with good people. Maths just got a raised Shadow Legends sponsorship. So we all look forward to seeing that yeah. we all do look forward to seeing that what else has happened just been a lot of storms in it over here one yeah. storm after another yeah just it's, it's showing so off getting on the bus and you're seeing all the the trees that are fallen mm. yeah mm. just just this is a bit yeah whether well, it's just it's a shame because i'm ready like i feel like we're just if i feel lots has been thrown at us already in 2022 you know yeah in light of other world news, but we won't worry about that today. But on the that's plus side, though, here. so jackass forever. I was going to ask you about this. Oh. And you did a laugh. I was saying to people, like, if you go see something at the cinema, sometimes some people are, some people, I'll say myself, some people, it's you're not as comfortable as you are. You're trying to buy strangers. And if it's a comedy film, not necessarily going to laugh that hard. If a horror film, you're going to get scared. Made it. I was howling. Yeah. So I was doing my ah, 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 like stomp, stomp, stomp <laughs> laugh because I was just it was. And even gang, though we're like, gang. hi, this is the setup, and you see what it is. I'm just going, oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh full on. Oh, I'm excited because I was worried that it might go the other way. It might be a little bit crap and a bit like. No, they. You know what saves it? The editing. They don't yeah. last. The I think I don't think the first film was that good. Honestly, because I think they spent too long on bits, and I think they gradually got better because realized, no, no, just do this, and then just move on to the next bit. Mm. Less is more. So there's a lot of setup for some stuff, and you do it, and it's gone thirty seconds later. You go, great. So it's just highlights only. That's. I think that's as a society, that's what we are now, isn't it? We haven't got the time for long setups because there are lots of people who like not lots of people, but there are other people, jackass variants, um, who have done (laughs) their stunts and stuff. But they do have a, a certain charm about them. Knoxville in particular is a showman and someone I realised that I think I fancied when I was little. Did um, you? You had a little crush Not, not like TV series first movie, Knoxville, but the one we started doing films and stuff and he got himself like ripped. Ah, uh, okay. Where it's like Johnny Knoxville's head on Brad Pitt from Fight Club's body. You're like, what the hell? All right. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, just like Steve was there looking good. You know, it's heartwarming seeing these, these lads that literally grown up watching Aww. every few years or so in the moment to put a film out. Um, like you know, President Lacey, Wee Man, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and then there's the new lot in, and they do good, and it's just yeah, it's just it's like hard. And then they show lots of like like before 
an after footage. But Magera gets that one scene he's in. He's not mentioned or referenced, but there's been some issues. But oh, okay. He couldn't have been cut out of his bit. But right. No one's like, oh yeah, there he is. But maybe they'll put that in to so go, hey, look, there's some residuals for you, pal. But maybe. and then again with like you know Ryan Dunn forever at the end, and it's just yeah, a really heartwarming, homoerotic, uh, sadomasochistic film. I recommend it to the entire family. <laughs> Five stars and funny bits. <laughs> is that door shut? Um, I think it is. I'll I'll tell you what I'll do. Whilst you whilst you do the line to set me up for my bit, I'll do I'll, your I'll bit. Shut, I'll shut the door. I was gonna go do yeah, that while he did it, but never mind. It's just jostling. Like, like Yoko versus Earthquake. It's the colossal jostle. <laughs> right now, like that. you're probably going, God almighty, can they talk about wrestling? <laughs> but can, I wish... No, you're not. But Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> we see the comments. But I wish there was a bit of context that could be provided for this little bit. Do I have to go... Do I have to get a Wrestling Observer subscription? No, you fuck! No. <laughs> Why is that? What's going to happen next? Because I've done it! It's a good enough setup. It's a great setup. It's a great setup. Because I've done it and I. Have you? Are you going to tell us or keep it. it to yourself? So, I'm going to keep it to myself. You can all get fucked. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> that was a nice little jolly. <laughs> Fiddly dee. Little laugh from I'm your a, side. I'm sorry. No, no, don't. A, don't. a gay little laugh from myself. A gay little laugh. On a, on a gay little, little day. Lovely little apology later. Um, so, um, Matthew in a minute is going to talk through the first Smackdown of March. In a minute. First Smackdown following No Way Out. And I say March with, with great excitement because yeah. this Smackdown, March the 1st, 2001, exactly one month till WrestleMania. Yep. Till the best WrestleMania. Like Ash Ketchum. We're on the road yeah. to WrestleMania X7. <laughs> I'm the road. It's like Viridian City, but not a shit. Uh, so what's going to happen is Matthew's going to talk us through this week's episode of SmackDown. But That's before right. we do, I'm going to give you a little, uh, a little, a little idea of what's happening in the wrestling world as we get, <clears throat> as we get ready for the road to Viridian City uh, from the Wrestling Observer. Um, and I have to mention this off the bat. A little, mention, a little comment from Dave Meltzer from the Observer from this week. Just before he does like the rundown of No Way Out, he says, This last pay-per-view, No Way Out, to set up WrestleMania, set the stage for what has been the all-too-frequent WrestleMania letdown. For example, last year, Mania was one of the weaker WWF shows of the year, made worse by following a classic show the month before. Even a good Mania will disappoint people because of the difficulty in matching up to this show being No Way Out. So Dave already says Mania is going to be shit, apparently. <laughs> because No Way Out was so good. Because it was yeah. so Just good. Just like last year. Okay, yeah. well, and Rumble 2000 was great, like Rumble 2001. I can see where he's going with that. I absolutely can, but I like the idea of us going into the, the best WrestleMania ever and Meltzer going, yeah, it's going to be shit this year. <laughs> mm. I'm um, like, no, 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 Meltzer. Uh, backlash. It's going to be rubbish. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah. Something else that will sift through in years, in weeks to come. Um, another note from The Observer. Following the Triple H-Steve Austin match, because of how well-received that match and that feud has been, there is some conversations. There is a little bit of lobbying about changing the WrestleMania main event to make it Rock versus Austin versus Triple H. I think uh, it should be changed. (laughs) Who's lobbying? Me. uh. Well, if it's just you, then we're not bothered. And me. uh. 
<laughs> Triple H in a fake moustache. I think it should uh, be different as well. Uh. I shot a filler. <laughs> I think it should be changed too. Mike Powell, why are you ringing? Well, I owe Triple H a favour. <laughs> He's always ringing logistics. I'm always... <laughs> We're always on a little joke at his expense. Are you? I don't know your little joke with uh, Triple H. Mike Powell. Oh, yeah, would you like me to tell you the joke? <laughs> yeah, I would like you to tell me the joke. Okay, I'll tell you the joke. I won't tell you the joke. There was no attempt at like, doing any different voices there, which is you talking <laughs> to you. Hello, I'm Schizophrenic. Slightly from the left side of the microphone, slightly from the right yeah, side yeah. of the microphone. If you're watching on the Patreon, thank you, we love you. You you know what I'm achieving here. Hi, I'm going to be teaming up with Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis. And... <laughs> um, no news on the WCW front. Literally no news. Oh, because, that's good. Everything's all right. Because uh, late, late this past week, WCW had only just started looking at venues for shows in April. Um, Looking at looking at doing Mondays and t- t- like taping Nitro and Thunder on the same day. Yeah, they've been doing that for a while. On Monday, yeah, but they're going to continue to do so. But WCW has done no booking of shows for April because of the plan shut down and the pay per view cancellation. So that was the initial idea was that WCW was going to shut down for a little while and then do the WCW Big Bang pay per view to reboot it. And uh, Turner went, "No, we have a lot of uh, overheads. We have a lot of uh, commercial deals to make good on, and yeah. plus." We sold these big money sponsorship deals between Nitro, and the Nitro ratings have been shite. So you ain't shutting down. You got to crack on. So now they've gone. Oh balls! We best book some venues. I didn't know that little bit. That's great. Mm. We're shutting down. Is that all right? No. No. We. Yeah, we have these outstanding deals. Mm. It's one of those things where had there been like enough goodwill (laughs) left with Turner. With, with, with AOL Time Warner, they probably would have let them have a little bit of a break, but there was no goodwill. Because Ted Turner had lost majority control yeah. of his company, and AOL Time Warner were not fans of the whole wrestling thing yeah. anyway. I'm still waiting to read like a Netflix documentary or a nice little YouTube video summing up the AOL Time Warner merger, because everyone mm. said he was one of the biggest like messes and disasters. I mean, even the name itself is a bit crap. AOL Time Warner. I mean, it flows now because we Why say not it so often. Team Warner. <laughs> it'd be like somebody called. It'd be, it would be like, as Ross said in a video he did the other day here at, on the Cold Talk YouTube channel. It'd be like a wrestler debuting next week called Dolph Ziggler, and we'd all go, Dolph Ziggler. What are you doing here? Like, we'd all go, like, what a stupid name. But because he's been doing this for like over a decade, we're just like, ah, it's just Dolph Ziggler, isn't it? But we're so using AOL Time Warner. It's a shit name. It's a lazy name. Mm. Um, you know, that is funny because, like, at the very end of WWE, they were only doing four shows a month mm. because they would do two, the Nitro Thunder, and then they do the pay per view. They weren't doing house shows. It was really like, all right, getting ready to settle down. And I was like, no. Say, like, oh, mm. the month before. Hello, <laughs> Northumbria <laughs> Uni. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be amazing. Oof. Hello, can we come? Can we come and do a show? We'll call ourselves Defiant. Um, this week on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Leno, in his little opening monologue, apparently the ratings for the XFL are so bad. The executive said, "Just burn the league for the insurance money." <laughs> Look at wrestling in the zeitgeist. Isn't it exciting? <laughs> Leno taking burn the, the ratings <laughs> for XFL. <laughs> That's basically what he did. 
I, I, I screwed over Colin O'Brien. <laughs> oh, he did as well, didn't he? he did. God bless him. Him with a chin. Oh. Go on. <laughs> Jim. Uh, during this week as well. So, so Jay Leno is having pops at the XFL this week because it yeah. is a very bad time. Vincent Mann is quoted in USA Today as saying that the league... Fuck Jay Leno. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Jay Leno's wrestling on Raw this week. No. Um, Vincent Mann quoted in USA Today as saying that the league would not be dropped. NBC shared in that same thought process as Vince McMahon. Kevin Sullivan, who's the NBC Sports VP, said the network has... Hey, what? Two, yeah, not not that. Sadly, oh, oh. not that. Yeah, Kevin Sullivan went to his boss, who said, <laughs> "Sullivan, my son, <laughs> do not sell the XFL." <laughs> okay, father, the Giants gonna win the XFL. He's so tall. Fucking Sullivan. He's dressed in his gear with a crappy <laughs> face paint. Or else he's wearing suits. The XFL will end Hulkamania. The ratings may be dropping, but so will Hulk Hogan and Halloween have it when we get him in the super cage. Uh, the network, according to Kevin Sullivan, not that Kevin Sullivan, the NBC Sports VP, that says the network has a two-year contractual commitment, but there is the thought Uh-oh. they'll move the games out of prime time for at least next season and uh, just to kind of find a way to get more eyes on the product because apparently, so Scott Sasser is from NBC West Coast. He held a national press conference call. He said NBC is committed to airing the show in the prime time for the remainder of its contract, despite what Kevin Sullivan has said. Uh, Dave in The Observer writes, Sasser didn't even sad a version of Vince Russo. Blaming the ratings on it being Saturday night and the fact oh. NBC appeals to a younger, more urban viewership that are more likely to be out. Belying the fact that the first week, those same viewers did 9.5 and those viewers he was talking about were there at the beginning and then never came back. <laughs> he said they're hopeful of turning it around with stories about personalities. Oh, we'll get on that later on. More on that in a oh. bit. Which is a strategy they've used for pro wrestling and approaching Lawrence Taylor about joining the XFL. (laughs) Six years retired, Lawrence Taylor. (laughs) They haven't said in what in 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 what in in what way he will be appearing. John Madden has been approached getting back on the I mean the squared circle of of football, the squared gridiron of the football wrestling. It was confirmed that Taylor's agent has spoken with the XFL, uh, but they've given no more details at this point. So, Lawrence, again... Can you pay me in cocaine? (laughs) Allegedly. But he's another guy that would bridge that gap between the WWF and the XFL. What with Lawrence Taylor being a former WrestleMania main event? Again, I love when people pull out these these PR fluff statements going, no, it's all right, everything's like that, and then someone else in the other other tower goes... (laughs) No, you're doing prime time. That's what bloody paid for. <laughs> exactly the same that's happened with WCW. Yeah, yeah. We're going for a shutdown. It's all right. What? No, you're not. What crap to sell? What do you mean you're shutting down? You've been going nowhere, sunshine. The um, company's dead. I don't care. I went in the office by Monday. You are still going, you bastards. Um, Shawn Michaels set to return in tele- to television in a few weeks' time. He is planned for a major role at WrestleMania X7. Not in a match but likely to set up a match. Mick Foley will return to television soon as well. May not be for a match, but possibly to set up a match involving him and Vince McMahon at WrestleMania, which was in the cards as recently as a few weeks ago. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Wait, so wait, what's up? Mick Foley wait, and wait. Shawn Michaels. Sorry, sorry. Finn Martin's just ringing me. 
Uh, Mick Foley, Lion Bastard, who says he retired at No Way Out. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure to mention it, Finn, like he did every every issue in Power Slam magazine. Oh, right. Finn Martin. Yeah, I know, Lion Bastard. Yeah, and Jericho stinks as well. Yeah, we know. Okay, thank you, love you, bye. Could you, is he not busy working on like a six-page like hatchet job on why Triple H is shit and I'm minute, brilliant? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It says, how dare you? That's just purely <laughs> speculation. Seven pages. Sorry, my apologies. All of them's going to be those giant pictures. So it's cut that. Okay, maybe you're right. Here is... Um, uh, Jim Ross has made a couple of notes this week on injuries. Uh, Scotty Tuhotti's out with a neck injury. Could be a pinched nerve. Where's Should be been? back in time. Yeah, he's, I haven't seen him in a while. He's pinched nerve. <laughs> he's, he's, he's filed a police report to find it. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Uh, Harko Holly's having trouble with his forearm. <laughs> no one's we getting know. pinned. <laughs> we, we know he had the metal plate put in. Yeah, the Lex Luger he job, did, didn't he? He gave Regal a chin lock. He said, yeah. he went, my arm. <laughs> uh, Chris Jericho has a herniated disc in his lower back. He's continuing to wrestle Stop through it. it. No, no, Finn, Finn. Finn Mal. Put an airplane Finn mode. No more questions, down. Finn. Um, Jason Spence and Adam Birch. Do you know, do you know them by, do you nah. know what their wrestling names are? No, go on. Christian York and Joey Matthews. Hey. They signed developmental deals this week. They're expected to be heading to Memphis for seasoning. They got deals yeah. just before they were scheduled to put over Rey Mysterio Jr. and Billy Kidman in the Cruiserweight Tag Team Tournament. So it's, it's, I like wow. that even in the even in like the dying embers of WCW, WWF, still have a little bit of energy for them yeah. to be little, little shit asses and go, we'll have them. Thank you very much. Like Indiana Jones getting his hat just before the giant stone door comes down. Exactly. Um, Jim Ross, who's wrote, who wrote the Ross Report this week, gave us that. Jim Ross was very busy last couple of days. Oh, why is that, Tom? So, I've left. I've gone and saved the best for last. Stacey Carter, known as the cat, was released from the WWF on the 27th of February right in the middle of the angle with the right to censor. This comes after there was complaints during No Way Out that Stacey Carter was upset with the creative that she had in the storyline that she is doing with the right to censor, where she was going to be taken and sort of converted to their ways and all of this stuff. Didn't like it. Uh, she upset a few writers. A few writers who went to see Jim Ross and said, look, we, uh, we don't want to write for her anymore. She's, we just, we don't. So... Upon hearing that, so so Jim Ross said, "Look, I'm in I'm in a position where we've got to let her go because she's causing issue." Um, upon hearing the news, Jerry Lawler uh, had a conversation, had a production meeting with Jr. over um, what was going on, what was happening. He and Jr. spoke until two o'clock on the Monday afternoon, and they went back and forth. Jerry Lawler then left and never came back. And Jerry Lawler, in protest with the cat being released from her WWF contract, has also left the World Wrestling Federation. Jerry Lawler said that he told Ross and Vince McMahon that if she's let go, then he would quit. They didn't change their decision. He left. Uh, Laura said to, Lawler sorry, said to uh, Alan Whittington, who is his webmaster. The webmaster's still a thing, I guess. Uh, for his website, that there was no incident or provocation of any kind that led up to this. Both he and Carter have no idea why she was released. They denied there was any refusal by Carter to do something suggested with the current angle. There was also other reports that Lawler had pressured or convinced McMahon to give Carter an angle in the first place. Uh, these ah. are these are things that he says absolutely did not happen. 
Um, so a lot of it's all about the he said she said bullshit. So this is on the night. This is on. This is hours before Monday Night Raw, right. and the your color commentator for both your flagship shows has just gone. See you later. Yep. Call Taz. Oh no, Taz is in New York. He can't get to Raw in time, so Jim Ross is uh, forced to do. I'm color. eating the Jimmy Hart red cabbage, brother. <laughs> so this 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 leaves us with Michael Cole doing um, commentary on Raw, on doing color commentary on Raw, which they are doing lead, and then on SmackDown, as we will find out in a second, mm. Michael Cole doing play by play, Jr. doing color, mm. and and I think. As the show will go on, we might bring this up a few times, but I think JR is the strongest as a play-by-play guy. Yep. Without a shot. And I know it was they were they were in a, a tough situation. They had to do what they had to do. But they, you know, they would have they, they if they could have put something else on, they would, but in that short space of time they went, look, you two just do it for the, mm. for this week and we'll have a solution by next week. And they do have a solution mm. by next week. Um but yeah, I think JR there was a few points on this SmackDown where like he kind of over-talked promos and announcers and it just, he's, he is so much stronger as play-by-play. I do think, though, he does get a few good moments as well. Yes. Highlighted, but you know what? Yeah, Jim Ross doing colour is like, oh, that's interesting. It's like, yeah, because the alternative is Michael Cole. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. It was the least worst option they could come up with given that Taz was too busy having one of the, you know, Ivan Cole off lasagna. The plan is currently, in terms of that solution, at time of recording, uh, for Taz to replace Jerry Lawler wholesale. So have Taz do Raw and SmackDown color commentary. That's the plan at the moment. Oh. Is that the plan next week? We will find out next ah. week. Ooh, it's a seismic change oh. to the wrestling landscape on See, the horizon. It's funny because I remember, I swear Power Slam said there were issues with female wrestlers, not the writers. And remember, it's been speculating it was Ivory, because she's one of the few people that actually have a proper match with Kat recently, <laughs> um, had so, issue with her. So I don't know if that's just a complete incorrect thing. Do you or, know what? It might it might add to the fact that not only did Stacey Carter take issue with the writers, but Ivory took issue with Stacey Carter as well. Yeah. It sounds like she might... It, it, it sounds like, from numerous reports, it might have been a case that not many people liked working with Stacey Carter. Yeah. So they just went, look, let's just... Yeah, come on, man. Move you along. And she then- was very nondescript. Uh, her best, her best appearances were in the middle of the China Jeff Jarrett feud. Mm-hmm. She'd be Deborah's assistant because obviously the manager of the wrestler needs an assistant. And then she was becomes China, China's mini me. That was good. Yeah, but she I didn't that. really do anything other than just walk around in a bikini and going like, "Hey, naked." Yeah, she was. That, kind that was of it. Like she a... was a rotten wrestler. I don't think she was even properly trained. No, no. Well, she, well you watch her wrestle, and there yeah. wasn't any wrestling real acumen there. It was kind of like a sort of like a, a, a sable from Wish type thing, yeah. where like just like titillation, blonde titillation. That's again, no disrespect to Stacey Carter. That's kind of what she was presented as. No respect for our. Yeah, yeah, no respect. But mm-hmm. in his book <laughs> goes into like great detail about this and sums up some. I might bring uh, an excerpt from it next week. So I forgot yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, next week. <clears throat> but he is quite later on in the book. I remember being like him, quite self, like, "Oh, I can't believe she left me for the rest after I stood up for her leaving." It's like you're like nearly three times her age. Mm. You can't believe she left you for like a slightly older person than herself. You can't. I think I mean, just being able to park near the supermarkets was, I'm sure, a hell of an advantage. But 
The novelty not worth everything off. else, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of dark match goodness before we go over to yourself. Oh, Two dark matches this week to talk about. Scott Vick, uh, who Vince is very high on at the moment. He likes Scott Vick. Sick boy. Sick boy, yeah. Oh. Vince, Vince went through this thing, and we've, we, he's come up a couple of times over the past 12 months on this show. Like, he turns up in dark matches quite a bit. There is something about Sick Boy that Vince really likes, but he just never pulls the trigger on him, but just keeps bringing him in for dark matches and, and send him to other, like to Memphis and places like that, but never really pulls the trigger on him for whatever reason. But on this particular night, he he pins Rhino. Uh, Ross Report... Sick Boy pin Rhino. Yes. Jesus. Right. Ross Report goes, Rhino has already dropped 20 pounds since his signing. He will start on TV in the next few weeks. He well, also not, not having money to eat will do that to a man. Yeah, it will do. He just chewed her and rice in the back of a car. Um, he also expects Rhino to have a name change and wind up as a headliner. Mm. So JR is like, right, the name Rhino won't stick, but he did probably go to the main event. Invasion. He did. So I guess he's right about that. He, he at least got that part right. But yeah. no, Vince was really high. JR was really high on Rhino. Uh, the other match uh, from the the dark matches was Hardcore Kid, a.k.a. Who would that be? Jesus. Jesus, a.k.a. Right. Aaron Aguilera, That's a.k.a. Right. Carlitos Bodyguard Jesus. Uh, pins prototype, aka John Cena. <clears throat> oh, what a throwback that is! Or throw forward, yeah. a future echo, whatever it is. The, the 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 battle for John Cena's kidneys that will take place That's in right. 2004, which we'll talk about in a couple of years' time on this very uh, prestigious podcast. Um, that that war begins in 2001. Oh, JC versus JC. Oh, JC is coming. Look busy. Yeah. Uh, so that is all my notes for this week in the wrestling. This bloody week in the wrestling in 2001, the year of our Lord. Uh, let's go over to Matthew Gregg, who's going to talk us through uh, this week's episode. There he is. He's going to talk us through uh, this week's episode <sighs> of SmackDown for the 1st of March 2001. WrestleMania is so excited. It's the SmackDown after No Way Out, and we're in Tuscan, Arizona. Tucson. Tucson. Tuscan. Tucson. Is it? Oh. Tucson. Tucson. AZ. I got told off on a video for in a video saying uh, Bradenton as opposed to Bradenton. That's stupid, isn't it? Was um. it like it's Chesapeake? Oh, I've messed it up. What's it looks sh- like Cheapskate. Oh, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's Chesapeake. Che- Ah, oh, mess it up again. That one again. Cheers. That one again. Whatever, whatever it is, it's, it's nowhere near what it's It's a minefield. Come pronounce Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. A challenge. Stupid Americans. Not Angle really is here, them. who is not stupid American. Without his title, but still has the coach gear. Oh. Apparently, mm. he said on Raw, well, if Kurt Angle's not going to go to WrestleMania, then The Rock ain't going either. Crowd definitely loud Angle sucks chance for this man. I'm not asking you to be quiet, he says. I'm demanding. Kirk claims he came so close to stopping the Rock's ankle on Raw, and we get a clip of it, and yeah, locks that sucker in with mm. all the swearing we saw No Way Out, uh, and he's so happy with it. He then shows the clip again in slow motion. The Teletubbies influence on TV. <laughs> Still look at him. Over Steve Austin saved the Rock on Raw and stunned Angle, but then the Rock got ready to nail the Rock bottom on Angle. Sorry, on Austin, beg your pardon, with the you know. Get on his knees, get on his Yeah, he did but the he did the down circle taunt. Or oh, no, it was. Mm. Let me think. On no, no, no it's mercy, a special taunt. On no on, on no mercy, it would be a special taunt. Yeah. On two K nineteen, it would be press triangle while the opponent is down. When oh. you have a special, it activates special, so you go into the into yeah. the, the the stance. But 
This was interrupted by Albert. Yes! What a night for Albert. What Albert he doing saved there? the WrestleMania main event. All right, Angle, forget. Austin, Rock, Albert. What are you suggesting? That one of these things is not like the other? One of these things just doesn't belong. Yeah, you're right. Um, Rock has uh, Rock. Rock is the champion, so therefore he shouldn't be in the with the top contenders. I fail to see why you think Albert is isn't right in this picture. <laughs> Albert for Mania main event. Anyway, <laughs> Austin finally comes out to tell us he heard how many titles and awards Angle has won. And it don't impress Austin much. Do, 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 do. Austin knows him and Rock are not drinking buddies. Austin's not buddy buddy with Rock. And then Austin's not buddy buddy Rock shows up. Huh. Um, makes way to the ring. Getting stared down by Steve the whole time with the camera doing a lovely job of focusing on. It's just look, it's Austin going. Yeah. <laughs> mm, well, you would, wouldn't you? Would. <laughs> Rock also does not care about Kurt because him and Steve have a date with destiny. More staring. Rock informs Austin that he doesn't want or need his help, and it doesn't matter what Kurt says or thinks, and if anyone's going to kick Angle's ass, it's going to be The Rock. More staring until Vinnie Max theme brings out himself and Willie Bloody Golly, well, I never, <laughs> Lord Regal. Vince says he's impressed with Kurt Angle, which J.M. Ross says, wah, immediately afterwards. <laughs> wah! Yeah. He goes, I'm impressed with you, Kurt Angle. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, Jim Ross got a few good ones here. So here in this very ring tonight, and Vince points at it dramatically, uh, you know, this ring here, not the one in the parking lot. <laughs> Rock will defend the title against Field Marshal Regal. Yes! Austin loves that idea so much, he decides to deck Angle and knock him out outside to give us our main event. And after that lovely, serious, dramatic opening, uh, we then follow with a greyhound telling us about greyhound buses. <laughs> it just brings you a snap back, doesn't it? It does, yeah. With a, with a, with a greyhound in a suit talking yeah. about the, uh, the, the overdrive of the week. But, yeah. but what um, did you think of this segment, Tom? I, uh, fun opening segment. I like, okay, I like the fact that Angle, Austin and Rock are all in the same hemisphere. Mm. I love that Austin and The Rock, the WrestleMania main event, are arguing over who gets to beat up Kurt Angle this week. Um, Regal, I f uh, Regal getting a, a WWF title match. He's changing the shape of WrestleMania here. Regal in the bloody buggery main event. Um, I'm going to beat you, then take on the number one contender, Prince Bloody Albert. Bloody <laughs> yeah, Albert! There's only one room for one monarch here in this <laughs> bloody company. That was why Albert was in the mix. Aye. And uh, and we might get Bulldog pop up as well. Regal versus Bulldog for WrestleMania. That's right, he's ready. Do it, he's ready. Title shots all around. Um, I like Angle's new intense persona. Yeah. I uh, There's part of me that thinks, would this have been better if he was more silent and violent? than doing these sort of long Angle-esque promos, sort of planting seeds. I like the whole idea that all Angle wants to do now, because he's gone a bit Radio Rental, all Angle wants to do is break The Rock's ankle. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't know whether having long promos from him really sell just how bonkers he's gone. I just want it to be like anytime Angle's in the vicinity of The Rock, like he's going for his, he's going for his boot like he's a, Foot fetishist. Like, just like every Ooh. time, just, just tearing at the ankle every time. Like, I'd like that. I don't know whether we need long protracted. I mean, yeah. angle's great on promo. 
but I don't know whether you need it to be long and protracted. That being said, it was a fun, long opening segment. William Regal's getting a bloody WWF title match. I like when Austin was fighting Angle outside the ring, and it looked like at one point Austin was going to push Angle's gold medals down his throat. (laughs) That was a fun little bit too. Yeah, I agree. Serious Angle would work. He should threaten to break his fucking ankle every time he sees The Rock. I'll get him over. If there was more more disposable wrestlers at this point in the WWF, because the roster is, as we've said many times, very snake bit. If there was more disposable wrestlers, I'd have Angle just snapping people's ankles. Come on, sick boy. Yeah, yeah, get in there, Scott Vic. I'll make you sick. Prototype. Get your ankle broke, mate. (laughs) Pay your dues. Uh... Lord Greyhound of Greyhound Buses Industries <laughs> advises us, as only a talking dog can, that the overdrive of the week is Vincent Mann turning on Trish, not like that, and dumping liquid shit <laughs> over her to, to align himself back with his daughter again. Nothing Freudian about this at all. Woof, woof, move, move with <laughs> Greyhound. <laughs> That was Greyhound's liquid shit of the week. <laughs> if your dog's having a liquid shit, take these tablets. Woof, woof, poo, poo. This is what the Greyhound will smell like eight hours into a 16-hour journey. <laughs> oh, uh, Greyhound shit, liquid shit of the week. Greyhound liquid shit of the week. Also... Leader of Matt Hardy and our Facebook official. Hey, Jeff Hardy has asked about the two <coughs> of them backstage. We get a brief glimpse of just how bad a promo Jeff Hardy can be. Oh, yes. Matt Hardy was wearing invisible camouflage, but I guess he took it off. <laughs> it's a good job he's hot. You talk Freudian, <laughs> the bit where Jeff says, I always thought Lita was the sister we never had. I guess Matt thought different. <laughs> That's quite a good line in it, its own little bubble. It's a bit of a jab there, isn't it? Uh, mm. You would, wouldn't you, Matt, you freak? You'd shag your sister. You wouldn't shag your sister. Well, from shagging sisters to kissing cousins. Hey, nice. Matt Hardy and Lita take on Crash Holly and Molly Holly. Brought to you by Stacker 2. Uh, the Laureate smoking prevention to ensure kids <laughs> don't L'Oreal. do anything unhealthy. I thought you said L'Oreal. L'Oreal smoking prevention to ensure kids don't do anything unhealthy. Also sponsoring us is Chef Boyardee's overstuffed vein clogging. <laughs> Pasta sauce. I can still taste the card. <laughs> so but don't smoke, kids. Yeah, don't smoke. But also, pop up some relatively legal steroids and eat all this horrible pasta. Yeah. Make like a wrestler. Eat shit pasta and do steroids. <laughs> but don't smoke. Don't That'll smoke. That'll be unhealthy. Matt and Crash start, but the crowd are really in the leader. Having Jim Ross immediately change, sorry, having Jim Ross doing commentary immediately changes the, the dynamic on the commentary as mm. he's not sweating and rubbing his legs at the women who are doing the grabs. <laughs> that was a nice change. The Hollies double team Matt and uh, Molly gets a roll up on Matt, which causes him to yell, "Are you insane?" <laughs> he would know. Matt tags in Lita, with Molly keeping it basic and Lita getting her slow mo head scissors to a big pop. Matt and Crash go at it with Crash looking a little bit ropey, having to go one on one with a dude but not having to treat the dude like he's 10 foot tall. But there is a notable size difference, and Crash is like, you want me to go punch to punch with you? <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm not used to this. He's, he's really at his best getting dumped from 10 stories by test. That's kind of his thing, isn't yeah. it? Lita and Matt land poetry motion in the corner. Crash gets the advantage until Lita crotches poor Crash. 
Molly lands the Molly go round on Matt for a giant pop, but Lita breaks it up and lands a lovely top rope practice on poor Crash, who then gets pinned by a twist of fate. The Hardys are great at having a really hot and fast match ending, but Lita and Matt are different to Jeff because Matt and Lita get the win after Wombo combo. Yeah, they're actually winning matches, bless them. Yeah. Uh, some nice little moments in this. I, I enjoyed how this was a bit more back in the day. I think we're slowly getting back to it now, where in these intergender matches, you do see a little bit more intergender. Like, you, you'll see, mm. you know, the women and the men hitting moves on one another that, that, that makes sense and ebb and flow. I know NXT did that a little bit a while, not long ago, where they had, like, an intergender match and we saw a lot of that crossover. I, I you know, a lot of conversations. There's always conversations about intergender wrestling and its validity, and I think it's fine. I think as long mm. as all parties involved are, 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 are all right with it and they can make stuff look magic, then why does it really matter? There's a lot of people who still think that the women's wrestlers, even in WWE, the biggest wrestling company in the world, are the equivalent to like 98, 99 division and think it's going to be, you know, some of the size of Lashley just taking yeah. on, you know, the cat. It's like, that can't work. I was like, no, you, you need to be a bit more update on the weight and size of people now. That's it. The, well, yeah, it's changed a lot since then. And I think yeah. it's just like if they if you know, let people do what they need to do mm. and what they want to do. I don't see why it's it's our place as fans to go, no intergender wrestling. It's certainly our place yeah. to judge a wrestling show from 20 years ago. Of course it is. That's but fine. <laughs> Everyone else is doing it. It must be all right. It's our turn. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Christian sees if Angle is okay backstage. Uh, Edge is recovering from his No Way Out injuries, along with half the rest of the people in that match. Bangle says, hey, don't wait around for waiting for Edge to get better. Go injure someone now. Christian goes, yeah, good advice, Kurt. (laughs) Also, the Arizona Diamondbacks are here. Yay, baseball. (laughs) Anything? Nothing. Not a thing on the baseball side of things. Um, A little Edge update for you. Um, so obviously Christian's here on his own tonight. Uh, Edge isn't too banged up, but he did hurt his back during that rubbish table match. No way out. And I think, and I've put here, I think because everybody's just so buggered at the moment, they're giving him as much time off as possible because they've got friggin' WrestleMania and a, yeah. a big match with Edge and Christian that they haven't announced yet. So they're like, look, just just take a week off, just get better, yeah. just get better. So that's what that's about. Yeah. Uh, backstage, the radicals argue. Because on Raw, during a tag team match against X-Pac and Just Incredible, Eddie Guerrero did not help Chris Benoit out of a, cru- a crucifix pin, and they lost. <gasps> Benoit appears, and he's really angry. Uh, Eddie apologizes, but doesn't look at Benoit when doing so. Chris doesn't trust Eddie right now, 
So he tells him not to come to the ring or watch from the ramp or even watch his match backstage tonight. <laughs> that was nice. Eddie yells back, It's A lot. So Benoit tells him to bring his Latino heat to the ring tonight if he dares. Ooh. I like the fiery promo from Eddie Guerrero. I love the crowd cheering because Eddie's delivery and his accent are really appealing. Even yeah. if it's like, he's, even if they saw the clip, it's like, no, you, you were wrong, Eddie. <laughs> Why you talk like this to me, Holmes? It's like, oh, he's so... Especially next to, like, you know, the talking calculator that is Ben Watson. Yeah, like, there is that. Eddie, you did not save me on Raw. What you are, are you talking yeah. about, I say? Eddie, I saw you. You keyed my car. We have footage. <laughs> Why would I do that to you, man? God footage look. playing behind them. <laughs> That's not me. That could be anybody. Crowd cheers, Eddie Guerrero. So, At this point... Like, obviously, we know what happens. Sorry for peeling this on the headphones. <laughs> we know. With WrestleMania, we think, you know, I think we know where this is about to go. But at this point, I was thinking, Guerrero Benoit at Mania. Yeah. Sign mm. me up. On the Nitro, the classic Nitro review, we've been watching Benoit and Guerrero having cool. bangers on, on in 1995. Mm. They steal it in 2001, but we go in a slightly different direction. Yeah, people. Who, yeah, gives one of our favourites a uh, WrestleMania paycheck. So yeah, can't be too we sad. Go, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say they, people still remember the like. Oh, remember that power bomb that Benoit gave Guerrero in '95 on Nitro? He, he yeah. just absolutely ate shit. So no wonder Eddie hated him so much <laughs> years later. <laughs> what you talking about, man? Didn't, didn't power bomb. Bubba Dudley is on the phone and he's dressed like a bum. <laughs> I thought he just looked normal. He looked like he had his ring gear on the top, his jeans beneath. Yeah. Like sometimes how I'll half wear my pajamas by just taking off my jeans and putting my pajama bottoms on and continuing to wear the yeah. t-shirt that I've had on all day. Well, that's fine. Because I'm doing, a monster. You know, yeah, that's fine if you're doing like Zoom calls from the waist <laughs> up. So it's just like, Bubba. <laughs> anyway, he's on the phone. So Christian hits him with a chair to the back. Obviously not the back of his fucking head like Bubba did to Undertaker. Uh, anyway, it goes, I'll tell Edge you said, what's up? That's nice. <laughs> That's a nice line. Christian, uh, Christian going it alone. Yeah. Uh, right to center backstage. Oh, this is a series of segments. Mm. They talk, but nothing is said. But one of them's done something bad. More on that later on. Oh. I know you're excited. I can hear you. Switching over to the other side. Saying, I wonder what's on the, the Thunder podcast. The new one. <laughs> anyway, uh, Chris Benoit versus X-Pac. I was going to say, man, if I was Benoit and I lost the X-Pac on TV, I'd want to turn on my best friend too. <laughs> Jim Ross in the Ross Report says that WWE may still change Justin Credible's ring name and want to make him and X-Pac a regular tag team as they are now, which they do. But like, why would you debut him as Justin? I guess they've done it before. Like, yeah. bring him in, then change his name. He's been a bit nondescript, hasn't he, really? Oh, Justin Credible. Like, we haven't had any promos from him. Not on SmackDown, no. I wonder if there was anything on I Raw. I don't think he had any on Raw. X-Pac's mate. X-Pac's mate. It's like... It should like, change his name to EC-Dub, because that's what people chant when they see him. Basically. He's just like, who's, who's X-Pac's mate? Which one? The one that looks like somebody started doing a creator wrestler then got called for their dinner. You know, the, the guy. You know, generic wrestler three. <laughs> We're gonna change his name to X Pac's mate, <laughs> and Being he's gonna go to the ring by X Pac's mate. <laughs> then he's gonna make like he's gonna make like Ultimate Warrior legally change his name to X Pac's mate, so they can't make money off it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, X hyphen P A C. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Eddie immediately turns up before they even lock up and starts commentating on the match. 
this, this brings about the other radicals, while Benoit kicks X-Pac. Dean plays Peacemaker as X-Pac attempts the Jeff Jarrett sleeper hold on the back of Benoit before realising he's much bigger than Benoit and just does a normal sleeper instead. <laughs> you know the Jeff Jarrett one? It's like, hey, yeah. come on, big Scott Hall. It's like a... Like Yoda on Luke Skywalker's back <laughs> during training, and he's like, wait, I'll do... Oh, no, it can't work at all. That it? looks rubbish. Is that what it's you're like, trying to do? It's like one of those big dogs that still thinks it's a puppy when it's seen its owner, and then he takes oh. it off. Anyway, that was good. JR stirs the pot and asks Eddie if he thinks he's better than Benoit. Eddie says, is there any reason to think he isn't? Oh. Brilliant. JR asks Eddie if he would have saved Benoit and Raw, and he says, of oh, course I would, man. <laughs> I love him with all my heart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Incredible gets involved, so Eddie attacks X-Pac to set up the crossface on Benoit, so he helps the Radicals this time. Can they trust Eddie? I don't know, but I'm just glad the Radicals are doing something that isn't stalking leader like a creep. He does make a nice change. I'm glad that Dean Malenko was out there in his best golfing casual to help ease tension as well. And Saturn just dressing however he thinks a human being's supposed to dress. <laughs> I liked him play. Do you know what? I like the fact that... that on the night that um, John Cena did a dark match, Dean Malenko's playing Peacemaker. Good map, joke, map, that. Map. Thank you. We got a classic WrestleMania moment. It is, of course, WrestleMania 3. And they be lying about the attendance and everyone believing them for decades. <laughs> yep. They outdrew the Pope. <laughs> Should have been Pope, Ted. Should have been. Imagine Mr. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, the Pope. Pope, Pope, Pope. Could have been Pope. Aretha Franklin. Stephen Richards warns the right to censor that the worst may have happened and to be ready before yelling loudly at Val Venus. Wow, I can't wait for this to end. I presume they were just having sex in there. Because, <laughs> like, Stephen Richards oh. just comes out and goes, okay, look, he's sweaty, going, okay, I'm not quite through to him yet, but we're getting close. Shuts the door again, you just hear, like, screaming and throwing. He tells Val, I'll show you, you'll see. You'll see. You get my catchphrase, uh, Holly. How's your forearm? <laughs> yeah, so so we're gonna we're continuing yeah, right more of that. Thing. More of that in a bit. More of that to come. Don't worry, <laughs> folks. You dead. Continue. Pick the cross in the corner. Um, the Rock now takes on Lord Privy Chamber himself, <laughs> William Regal. How happy am I? This is a spoiler. Spoiler, by the way. Like this was my what did I forget? Forgot completely that on the road to the biggest WrestleMania ever, William Regal comes that close to being in the main event. This close to greatness. Regal getting a WWF Championship match. Get the fuck in, Regal. Very deserved. Regal can't wait to win the title in this shot. He deservedly has been given, thanks to Vincent Mann, and then headline WrestleMania. Yes! Oh, of course. Just one more bloody fight about your leadership, the Queen. About your Prime Ministership. <laughs> one more fight about the monarchy. <laughs> it's my way, my way, or the A1. <laughs> Oof. My way or the motorway. Michael way or the motorway. That was a much better joke. <laughs> Michael Cole calls Regal an extremely dangerous man twice. He is. This match. So that's his next shirt sorted. <laughs> Regal gets the British leg sweep, not the Russian one, before landing uppers. That's what they call them when Brits do them. <laughs> uh, Austin is shown backstage watching all this with stares. 
Rock locks the sharpshooter on Regal, but Angle makes the save subtly at first. I think he thinks, ah, sod it, and hits the rock in the middle of the ring for the DQ. <laughs> the rock evades the ankle lock, and Kurt runs away, so Rock bashes a chair over Regal's boggin to end this. <laughs> Regal then apologizes to Vince backstage because he didn't win. And Vince says, in my book, Willie, you're a winner. <laughs> Willie. Regal says, what book is that? And Vince says, The Beano Annual 2001. <laughs> now on sale from W.A. Smith. Look at the Beano getting a reference. Bloody love, yeah. Dennis the Menace. Anyway, it's all and part Nasha. of a bigger plan, so it's okay, Regal. Don't you worry. Mm. I enjoyed... What do you think of the Brit? I enjoyed Regal, like, really giving rock a shoe <laughs> And I was like, yeah, go on. I didn't really get jobbed out, which I was quite happy no. about. Like, Regal looked quite... Like, Rock rolled into the ring, and immediately Regal starts bloody kneeing him and kicking him. Yeah. It's like like there's an old-school, like, brutishness that, that all the main event lads... It, there is so much love from the top flight of the company for Regal, for Darren Matthews, for Stephen Regal. So much love for him. So when he wrestles, like, Austin and Rock, like, they fucking sell for him. They, like, he is a threat, yeah. And I love it. So I was I was delighted. Uh, I enjoyed when they panned the crowd as Regal was coming out and you had people doing the, the Regal oh, Royal yeah, Wave. Yeah. And I thought that would be a great foam finger. <laughs> just to have like the... The, 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 the Regal so, Wave. The, the curved palm on a foam finger that you just do a big Regal Wave with. Yeah. It'd be yeah. nice, that. If he became a top baby face in 2001. He's already won. Uh, well, from the the sublime to the ridiculous, we (laughs) then get a look at the XFL as JR says, wow, Jesse Ventura is having issues. That's right. They're doing feuds on football matches. It's Ventura versus Jesse Tillman with production doing their best to make it look way more dramatic. But even in this edited form with the, you know, usual DeRef production, it still looks so cheesy and forced. Do you know why? Because the ratings are on their ass. Oh, oh no, no, no they're, they're doing it because the ratings are on their ass. But the reason it looks looks so shit is because uh, Rusty Tillman, who was the guy that Jesse was feuding with, um, didn't want to do a storyline. <laughs> but they were just kind of, but Jesse was just kind of going with it. I'm like, hey, gutless Rusty Tillman, you shit. And Rusty's like, oh, okay. And they found clips of interviews where they'd said, hey, what do you think about Jesse Ventura? Like, having a pop with you. And all his answers are always, I don't care what he says. I don't care what he says. Because he's said a manager fucking football team. And then, like, the, the bit where Ventura goes down to pitch side mm. to, to try to have a chat with gutless Rusty Tillman, as he calls him. And, like, Rusty's not playing. And Jessica, hey, talk to me, gutless, about your win. Was that good? And I was like, I'm not talking to you. I'm not even going to make eye contact with you. Yeah. But they're so desperate to make it a thing. That's why this package, this package looks shit. Because yeah. it was so desperate. Like, let's start a story. And, and all the way through, Rusty Tillman's going, I don't want to do a yeah. story. I want to manage this. You've hired me to manage a football team. Yeah. I'm going to manage the football team. Funny. It's so, I mean, it's, it's so funny. But it's so WWE that they've gone, all right, we're doing this storyline in a feud. And they haven't, like, asked him to no. do it. He's just, yeah, you're doing this. He's like, okay. It's the arrogance. What do you have to say, Jesse? Nothing. Oh, he's scared of me. Mm. More on this. Th- and they show this. This is the whole. Even as a kid, I remember watching this going, God, this looks bad. Mm. Like, I, I'd never show this again. It's the arrogance of the company where, like, because like, when you when you join WWF as a wrestler, they're like, okay, you want to be a wrestler. Well, in that case, you're going to do what yeah. we say. You're going to do that. You're going to do that. 
and they come into they they steamroll into American football, and they go, "All right, Rusty, you want to be one of our managers? Right, fine. You're gonna do a story." He's like, "No, that's not what I'm paid to do. I'm not. I'm not here to be a character." Yeah, but that's what we're doing. Well, that's good luck with that because I'm not playing along. Yeah. Uh, we actually not playing ball. I will. <laughs> hey, I will uh, tip the invisible cap on this occasion because we lost Rusty Tillman last year. Oh. Passed away at the age of 75. Uh, a very well loved member of the NFL, uh, despite his brief little run with the XFL. A lot of love for Rusty Tillman, so we tip the hat to Rusty. Thanks, Rusty. Thanks, Rusty. Sorry about that rubbish appearance. Sorry about Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Anyway, backstage, Stephen tells Writer Sensor that Venus has confessed to something bad. So Writer Sensor beat him up, but we don't know what. Presumably, it's, he said he enjoyed that last segment. <laughs> oh, and then in the ring, uh, Venus confesses to allowing a vixen to wrap her perversions around him. JR says the crowd could care less, and he's absolutely <laughs> right. This goes on forever. He also says, he'd like, Jim Ross says he'd also like to forgive and forget the right to censor. <laughs> Finally, the ABA show up and kill Stephen Richards for a bit. That summed up a good 10 minutes, sorry, a bad 10 minutes of the crowd not caring, this going on and going, oh, one time this woman put her legs around me. And yeah, okay, it sells the gimmick that they're bad and everything, but no one cares. This is them. I'll show it. I'll do it on TV. It was just, well, they, they 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 didn't because this is them explaining away the Stacey Carter thing. This is them. Explain. Was that supposed to be that? Oh, that's what that is. That's what all of this is. I was just this like, is... randomly, Valvinus was tempted. No, 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 no. So, so they don't say her name. They don't reference her by name. But the but the story oh. between the lines is Valvinus was was tempted into a, a lovely bit of sexy time with Stacey Carter, and and they found this oh. out. And and then again, this is unwritten storytelling. In that they they cast Stacey Carter out of the WWF, and then then that whole Val thing is designed to to kind of explain away what happened. So like he was oh. led he was led into a lustful path. Uh, he fell off the straight and narrow and he wants to be forgiven. Some some strong acting by Sean Morley as he weeps in front of uh, the other right to censor members. And then as soon as they go, all right, we forgive you. And they embrace. And then the APA come out and that's WWS way of going, right, we've addressed that. Here's your new oh. one. So all of that is... You know what, that's fair enough. ...is just addressing. They don't say the cat or Jerry Lawler by name, but that's them addressing yeah. it and then moving on. I also thought that was a way of getting it swept on the carpet by making it so boring and mm. so long. You were just happy someone came out and hit them. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if yeah. there was an element of that too. It's so weird because I, I, you make it sound so obvious now, but watching this, I generally thought like Venus was like, now you know, like an alcoholic, uh, sorry, recovering alcoholics, like walks mm. past and was, I was tempted to have a drink and was like, oh, you idiot. But this was like, I was walking past the strip joint Oh, I thought, I, I'll just yeah. go in and ask for directions. Be, because... Then, oh, you little bastard, you. And it was sending up. I didn't make the connection. It was supposed to be about the cat because they didn't mention her. And, this, and that's why you're forgiven for not being able to make the connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't mention they're deliberately her. vague, right? They're deliberately very vague. Had they been a little bit more on the nose with it and just owned it, then, but then I guess the idea being that they don't even want to acknowledge the fact right, that she's not right. there because she was quite popular. So by acknowledging that she's not there... Many people go, oh, actually, where's Jerry Lawler then? Yeah. And so it's a case of kind of doing something that sweeps the story under the rug and then they move on to the next Have you ever seen the Bond film that starts off after they lost the rights to Spectre? So it's a guy who is Blofeld, who isn't Blofeld, 
who you don't see the face of, but he's in a wheelchair and he's bald. Using a little, he's got control of, uh, what has he got? Some sort of flying device that's taken out Bond is chasing him. And he keeps on going, yes, we've met before. Haven't we, Mr. Bond? Ha, ha, ha. So it is him and isn't him at the same time because they couldn't legally show him. But also, what's going to happen with him? And eventually, uh, good old James Bond basically dumps him in one of those big old towers you see uh, at power stations. Uh. And it's sort of like Blofeld is supposed to be like, you know, the Shao Kahn mm-hmm. of effing Bond villains is taken out by being dropped in one of them. And she goes, Mr. Bond! And it's rubbish. <laughs> but I guess they had to do it because people go, why, why is Blofeld not in this? Like, it was in the last mm. bloody film. And then they're like, yeah. They have to do something to address it in a, in a way that kind of moves on the story. Yeah. And but they can't obviously show or talk about it. So it's like... It's so crap. So Stacey Carter was was James Bond's Blofeld, basically, yeah. in this particular bit. So they've done it. They've moved on. The APA's out. I they blew that Feld. <laughs> no, Venus. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me talk for 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, so thank you for clarifying that. Um, then in a great bit, Stacker 2 shows the highlights, uh, the stack of the week, I guess. Burn of the but week. It's a burn of the week. Thank you. But it's the highlights of Undertaker and Kane. Chokeslamming Kishin Haku, but because Stacker 2, the little like, you know, the animated thing they show is like him at like Silent Night Fever type setting. Yeah. They've got this 70s disco theme over the top as they're chokeslamming the island guys. Like, slam, it's just, okay, that's definitely the tone they were wanting from that. 100% was the tone that they were wanting. Yeah. 100%. That's exactly Prime Inc. loves the boogie. I love the nightlife. <laughs> anyway, I love the boogie. a night fever sets up the Undertaker and Kane and Devon Dudley, okay, the sole survivor of that match, versus <laughs> Christian and Haku and Rikishi. The tag team scene is literally falling apart like a biscuit that's been in the tea too long. For the dunk. <laughs> it's okay though, lads. They have that easy WrestleMania X7 TLC2 match coming up. <laughs> the heel over. Oof. Uh, Rikishi and Undertaker go at it with Undertaker yelling his favorite Will Farrell film as he scales the ropes whilst holding the arm. That's right. For some reason, he yells, Anchorman! <laughs> That's me doing my best Tom Cameron impression with that crap joke. God almighty. Kane tags the in. The producers! Oh, no. Oh, God, no. Kane tags in and proves he's still cool by sending Rikishi into the jetty cell and yells, Talladega Nights! <laughs> Talladega? Whatever. You get it. Kane assists Steve on Dudley. Uh, and people go, wait, what's he doing? That, that's not his move. He gets his legs, spreads with Kimbo, looks at Devon and the top rope. Looks at him and goes, Anchorman 2, the journey continues. <laughs> Sorry. All right, all right. Sorry, the, the producer of the corner is throwing up the X. Okay. He goes, what's up? Under Haku. And this is a nice little bit. The crowd likes it, but it's made better by cutting the Undertaker on the apron going, yeah, Undertaker's living. What? <laughs> Kane, Nolan, 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 Nolan. <laughs> anyway, it's business as usual with Undertaker last riding Christian to win because Crime Inc. forever. The Devon bit was fun. Rest was just a match. What do you think? Right. Sitcom Kane made his debut on SmackDown. That's something that we'd say he did. What's up? And Undertaker's face. Undertaker's face, like not only on the ring apron when he does it, but as they're walking back towards his, as he's walking back towards his bike, he's like looking back at Kane, going, "What's up?" And Kane's like, "What? I just thought it was funny." 
And he goes, but look, Undertaker, look on, look on MySpace. I'm looking down the page and everybody's saying nice things about me. And Undertaker goes, keep scrolling, scrolling, oh, scrolling. Oh, there's a <laughs> That's right. In 2001, <laughs> with his Blackberry. There we go. On his Blackberry. Historically My- accurate Tom Campbell jokes. <laughs> But that's it. I went, I asked him, what's up? And then Dee from the top rope went, me, I am. I'm on the top rope. <laughs> I that's said, the joke. I said, what's up? And I remembered. <laughs> there we go. It's going to be a good one. The the app, what's up? <laughs> oh, maybe not. God, all the omens. You know what's up, right? This joke. The joke is afraid of me, Jim Ross. Can he I- walked away. <laughs> the punchline escaped me. Punch I wasn't released and escaped. You know, you know WhatsApp, right? Can I, can I have, oh, here can we I have go. a little segue? A little segue on WhatsApp. Cool. Uh, on. So, like, for texting messages and stuff, fine. One-handed texting of the messages, fine. I'm a left-hander, mm-hmm. so if I want to send a voice memo, I've got to reach my hand all the way across my phone and hold it uncomfortably there if I'm walking, and then by doing by having it there, I'm also covering up the microphone. Like if I'm if I was a right-hander, it'd be like boom, boom, ba-da, ba-da, ba-da. for left-handers, that's a chew on. Why is Keith WhatsApp? Why haven't you figured Wait, that out yet? Don't you hold it for a few seconds and then release it? No, you have to hold it all the way, all the way down. You have to, yeah, and then yeah, you and then no, you, then release it, release your thing, thumb. Bastard, you're right. Yeah, I'm just sent that to my little brother. Now he's gonna be very confused. Oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we just delete that very quickly. No, oh, because um, Facebook yeah. Messenger. You're allowed, you, you press it for a bit and then you do that, which I think Face is a hundred times it. better. But yeah, it's a nice idea. But yeah, hold your thumb on the, on the phone. So yeah. you have to just... But again, if yeah, I... If so you, unnatural. If you're a right-hander, it's fine. It's not. Even as a right-hander, that still sucks. If as a left-hander, it really sucks. Mm, it's, it does. It does. But it's, it's just especially so. Everyone just goes, oh, you only hold your phone your left hand if you're wanking. And I'm like, well, no, I hold it in my left hand all the time because I'm a left-hander. Yeah. I have, phone, I have my phone in my right hand when I'm wanking. Um, good thank match. You. Speaking of bad sex puns, thank you very much. Thanks. More clips from Pi by oh. The Rock to promote the fact that it's number two on the Billboard chart. Number Anyone two. Anyone else is number two. Exactly. Oh. It's made better, though, because Michael Cole with his frosted tips tells us, you know what, I heard that Pi song for the first time, and you know what, it just tickled my goose. It's like, <laughs> thanks, Michael Cole. <laughs> You know what I heard, Michael? I heard the rock song "Pie," and you know what? It very much was a song that I heard that day. <laughs> Been described by many as a song released on an album. Yeah. Do you know what Jim Ross? He's not actually talking about pie. In like, oh. Anyway, coming up, Talk uh, a lengthy recap of Trish getting duped, or rather, Vincent Man getting bored of her. Are you suggesting it was a setup all along? Nah, I think it's just you know, it was a setup all along. Sometimes you just get rid of your magazines you've liked for a while, you know. I don't want to play with you anymore. Yeah, that. No, no, that's exactly it. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with my daughter instead. Wait, what, 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 what's, what's the implication here, Vince? Please add with to that sentence. I'm going to hang out with my daughter instead. Um, <laughs> but never mind that. It's going to get worse. Oh. The truth oh, yeah, 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 yeah. gets worse on Monday. Oh. Oh, oh is it that? I oh, believe. Which means we're going to have that, that um, oh, who was it? The interview on uh, HBO. Is it Stossel? Not John Stossel, the other one. Um, I'm not sure who you mean. Have you seen the Vincent Mann one where he's angry because uh, 
it's, it's a, oh, we're only a few weeks. It might be after WrestleMania. Excellent. Where, oh, it's so great. You you must have seen it though. He's on, he was on with this guy. I said a few where he gets angry. He's, he's angry because he's talking about XFL is going bad. And then he showed clips of the Trish thing. And he's just like, he's so annoyed by the guy. And he tries to knock his papers out That's, of That's, yes, I've seen that. Yeah. It's Vincent Mann in his best life. Oh my God, I can't wait for that. <laughs> Exciting but You know times. what else I can't look forward to? Talk about this next bit. Oh. Because it is the triumphant return of the Lugs Boot of the Week. Lugs are back, baby! Lugs are back! Yes. And they get a brand spanking new oh. animated intro for the Lugs Boot of the Certainly Week. Certainly do. It, it was, it's look, right. Do you think, right, as much as we love talking about lugs or a singular lug, the the mascot for lugs, that's computer animated, sort of blue alien yeah, yeah, yeah. in jeans, right? Does he look like like just the fucking worst person? <laughs> Does he not just look like the biggest fucking scumbag? Yeah. You like, would not buy like, a used shoe from this man. I would not buy any shoes from... He looks like the sort of guy that might steal my shoes for coke money. Like, Ooh. he looks like the sort of guy that if I was... Like, if I was walking home and <laughs> the Lugs mascot was walking towards me, I'd cross the road. Because I just think, he's just going to... It's going to be trouble. You'd be the sort of person that go, Oi! And you go, what? And you go, what are you looking at, dickhead? Do you want to fight? I'm like, he looks like he's... Want to buy a shoe? Trouble. Yeah. <laughs> he's some shoes. Like one? Is that you? It's the singular shoe. Yeah. He looks like he walks up and down, like... HMV and just put CDs in like a tin foil <laughs> bit of his pocket. I feel like he just looks like takes a demo disc from the front cover of the official PlayStation magazine. He looks, yeah. it's him. He looks, like, he looks like the sort of guy that like. That's what they want to sell that to. The bad boys are gonna be buying this. The younger, you, you cool know, kids. When your younger cool brother kids was, break stuff and do crime. That's the Undertaker. They, they, yeah, crime Inc. Well, crime Inc. Is, is currently business is booming for crime Inc. Cook. Yeah, smash windows on high street. If you if your younger brother went to school and bought cocaine off somebody outside school, it was probably the lugs mascot. Like he looks like trouble. He just looks like trouble. Yeah. He 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 he's looks a real like good he's job been of to prison. The brand. If he hasn't been to prison, he's going to prison soon. He just looks That's like where trouble. he's been. <laughs> is that why they've That's been away? Yeah, is that why you've been? Ah, oh, some time. It's alright. That's why he's been, that's why he's been what away. What you learn from this? Don't get caught. All right. <laughs> anyway, the boot of the week is Vincent Mann making Austin versus Kurt for tonight. That's the lugs of the week, lugs of the monk, lugs of the forever. <laughs> I feel like the lugs man would have a Rottweiler that he hadn't trained. What like take bumps? <laughs> yeah, he just, he's really shit at going through a table. <laughs> we had a look at him, but, oh, but he's still green. Anyway, the main event tonight with two guys who are not green, Steve Austin versus Kurt Angle, neither of which are who, no dogs either. The Rock shows up at ringside for this match, starting with Kurt charging Austin, which ends as well as you'd expect. Austin bounces Kurt in front of Rock and says, this will be you next. And the Rock's like, oh, yeah. Austin gets an abdominal stretch, of all things. Angle makes the ropes, and Austin's like, okay, ref, I'm off him, I'm off him, which the, the crowd likes. <laughs> One, two, get off him, Austin. Okay. Sportsmanship. <laughs> nice little bitches for no reason. Like, look, I'm off. Look, don't DQ me. Ooh, I'd Sportsman. hate I'd hate that. Uh, Angle makes the ropes. Uh, crowd explodes anytime Austin does anything. Good God. Angle gets the ankle lock, though. And this means Austin is forced to sell for a bit, uh, but his neck is okay at this point to do this. Looking at you, Undertaker. <laughs> Angle bounces Austin off the desk while staring at the Rocco, and this will be you next. Rock's like, no. Oh, <laughs> the title, mate. We on about. Angle works over Austin and gets the Angle slam, but Regal heads out. 
<laughs> Rock launches Regal in the ring because he's sick of working his <laughs> black adder ass over. <laughs> Regal recovers and helps Angle pound Austin, but they both get stutters. However, The Rock gets ready for the rock bottom on Austin, like he did on Raw, but doesn't hit it on Austin yet. So Austin just turns around and goes, Ugh! and Angle smiles at him like, ha-ha, made you look as the show goes off the air. Ooh, Smackdown, the tension. Smackdown ends with Rock and Austin both doing their, like, finisher taunts at each other. Yeah, like, both yeah, leaning both over, arms on the side. <laughs> they, they, they look like a set of cats about to fight. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they look like... <laughs> It's, it's like when when that time I, when I rotate Pablo into the corridor and he catches his reflection. Yeah. That's what it looks like. I was expecting Rock just to go. Yeah, because they don't fight cats. They just no, do that. They just no no. They just growl and make weird noise at each other. Pie. Oh, that one, that Speaking one. Chinese. They just look like two cats about to scream. I know what they were going for, and it'll be a nice little <laughs> visual in a video package yeah. in weeks to come. But it just made me chuckle. I liked it until you said that thing about the cat. <laughs> exactly right. They look like they're about to fight. Yeah, I would then. I would then. Oh, then. Um, uh, Angle and Austin, phenomenal chemistry. Yeah, all Already. the time. My God, they're great. They're just great. Everything like, and what's lovely is is that they're gonna they're having so much fun at the moment doing. Angle and Austin. And then in a few months' time, we're going to do Angle and Austin with the roles reversed. Mm. And it's going to be great still. Arguably greater. Mm. Like, bring on SummerSlam 2001, yep. which I think is the absolute height of their their chemistry mm. with that particular match is phenomenal. Yep. Um, but they just always work well together. Austin, I think, like, it's, he, he's so high up in the, the food chain. And there's obviously now, we, you know, there's all these rumblings about a comeback um, but like he's so high up in the food chain, there's so few people that you could kind of put him with that offer any real challenge, any any sense of any disbelief suspension. Angle's one of them, and it's same with the Rock. Like Angle is, ang- and and another, it's another freaking testament to how brilliant Kurt Angle is. How we've been doing this, we watched his rise. Like he debuted in SummerSlam, Survivor Series 1999, to the point where like both. Angle and like Angle is the foil for The Rock and Steve Austin, and it could potentially play WrestleMania spoiler, mm. and and it doesn't feel out of place. Mm. As much as you know, you know we, Regal feels a little doesn't feel as in place as this as, as Angle does, but Angle really feels in place. Mm. In he's been established stars. as part of the storyline with the the Vince Man thing stuff. Yeah. So which is I why like I'm that. gutted that we that Angle doesn't truly get the like he, he will have a moment at WrestleMania. But I feel sad that he doesn't get anything a little further up. Because, God, he, he earned it. God, he earned it. Really did. I'm just, we don't really... We don't really get that, do we? No. We really no, don't. No, because they've had that WrestleMania in England that they always tease and go... It's not about wanting to come to England and go see Blackpool Beach. Damn it's right. about whoever's paying the money. <laughs> ah, you know what? We were all paying mm. all the money for this period in wrestling. We Very certainly were. Episode. What was your highlight? So, no, that's not right. What, what do I you remember? What do I remember from this episode? We've already been doing it for two years. <laughs> it's easy to forget sometimes. Um, I remembered the Val Venus bit. Yeah. Very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's weird. It's funny hearing hearing you talk about it and you saying this was just long and boring and, and it was inconsequential and I didn't get it. Like, because to me, and I don't know whether I'd pay too much attention to um, 
wrestling news AOL chat at this point because I I kind of knew something had gone on. See, I didn't at the time, so right. So I'm basing that on. But that's why that's that's interesting yeah. because it's how we both in our mind palaces have perceived it for all these years. And, and and we treat it in a different way. And I always remember that, and I thought it was a good acting gig by Val. Um, very memorable bit for me of, it, of kind of how they explained away the cat mm. going away. What did you remember? You know what? I would appreciate that segment a bit more if it had been Bill Buchanan being the person who was the victim. So I could hear his amazing southern drawl. Because <laughs> he had that one promo months ago where it was, ah, how can I have my daughter watch this show with all the violence and the nudity? Exactly. And it was like, what? That's what Bill Buchanan sounds like? Good God. So if, he, if, he, if he'd done that for 10 minutes, I'd be howling. He may cut a promo for his son when his son headlines WrestleMania 47. Yeah. I'm really happy that my boy could headline WrestleMania <laughs> just like I did at WrestleMania 2000 with a match of the night. And I'll be like, yep, yeah, no, you're right. No complaints, officer. What did you remember? I don't want to say that right to sense of it. But say, might... If there was nothing else, because that was probably the most memorable bit to yeah, be fair. Yeah, you know what, actually, yeah. It probably was the most memorable Damn bit. Damn it. You win uh, again, Venus. You win again, Val. Tell us what you forgot. I forgot Regal had a title shot in the Rumble WrestleMania. Hmm. Forgot that our boy William Winky Regal came within a hair's breadth of uh, of being the the Lord Flashheart of WrestleMania and just striding in at the last minute and changing the, changing the scene completely. <laughs> Regal, Regal is our Lord Flashheart here. He certainly um, is, but he wasn't to be. The thing I forgot, yes. and I'm surprised I forgot it, uh, Kane and Devon doing the was up. <laughs> Seems like one of those things, iconic moments almost, but yeah. That is an iconic moment. Disgusted actually. Undertaker. <laughs> no, what? Kane, you should be making them sell for you continuously. <laughs> you got to, don't worry, when the, when the WCW lads come in, stick with me. Don't worry, yeah. I'll show you how it goes. We'll be eating until winter when those lots show up. <laughs> God. Uh, coming up uh, next week, what's what's happening in your world? Raid Shadow Legends advert. Maybe you know you you must you we'll must. On. No, I'll be stacker two. Yes, lugs stacker Chef two. Chef Boyardee tastes like shit. Chef Boyardee Shadow Legends. Mmm, mmm, mm, wizards. Mm. Um, what are you macaroni? Work- <laughs> mm. What are you working on? A uh, whole bunch of crap. Um, <laughs> They'll be watching uh, at 4.50 soon. Looking forward to that. Uh, I'm just re- I'm relaxing whilst watching wrestling at the minute, rather than being too stressed just to keep myself nice and noticeable. Because in two weeks' time, I'll be going to Dubex Dub. And you join- decided you in the Dubex Dub. I did, because I haven't existed outside Newcastle for over two years. Bloody hell. So, and so considering way. I used to travel all the time, mm. I go up and down the country, like a set of horse draws. And I've just not done that. And it, so even if it's like the worst wrestling of it, which it won't be, which it's not a glowing oh, endorsement by any means. It won't be. But like, even if it's that, it's getting out and getting out the routine and traveling, which I love so much. And even better, now that UK's been downgraded from bloody awful to just slightly awful. So yeah. The, the, um, the forms and stuff that we did need to a few days ago. Uh, all gone. It looks all right. And yeah. I'll be seeing old yeah. friends and... Just having, having a, a lovely time. And also, you know what? Get myself at that comfort zone and going, no, dude, just stay in. Just stay in. Ooh, you can sit around and do nothing. I've done nothing for a long time. It's I need easy. to go out it's and go. Easy just to easy just to sit in and do nothing. And, it is. And, yeah. So it's to get, now I've got the chance to, because chances are, last time I went to Germany, 
uh, the world ended. Yeah. So, it's the best do it so before the world ends again. Go, yeah, yeah. If, you, if this is when Ukraine and Russia finally go at it, it's like, <laughs> Matthew. I'm like, sorry, guys. Not again. I had to, I had to have a schnitzel. What do you work on currently? Well, let's stay European. Uh, next week, it'll have been recorded by the time you watch this, slash listen to this. Uh, next week on Desert Island Graps, Rene Dupree. Really? I know! He's a French tickler. He tickles French, French people. He's a French tickler, man. Rene Dupree on Desert Island really? Graps. Has that been recorded then? Uh, it's been recorded. Oh. On, it's been recorded today, a day of oh. recording. By the time this goes out, it would have been already yeah. been recorded, maybe edited, depending how sleepy I am. <laughs> um, but it's, that'll be Wednesday. Uh, we had uh, lovely episodes with Mr. Pectacular, Jesse Godders. Oh, I was a big fan of him. He was on. Crazy seller. And uh, Baron Black from Terminus, uh, AEW oh, Dark. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, he's losing a lot of matches. Baron, fix that shit, mate. It's hilarious. Uh, he's losing a lot of matches oh, on AEW Dark. <laughs> And the loser, Baron yeah, Black. The ultimate loser, Baron Black. I love you, mate. You're okay. brilliant. Um, yeah, he has, not he? So, so if you missed them, they're on the, the podcast feed. And then all the other normal bollocks as per usual. And we'll be back this time next week to talk more Smackdown on the road to fucking WrestleMania 17. And until we next do that, he is at Matthew Gregg on Twitter. I am at Tom Campbell on Twitter. Together, we are at Coltaholic on Twitter. Don't forget to join us. Step Brothers! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.